right, we can start the show. What's up, everybody? It's the Idea to Coach Your Life here, episode 210 uh, on this fine February. The, uh, what are we, the 17th of February here, halfway, yeah. more than halfway through the month. These fucking headphones. Like I said before, don't buy cheap headphones. When you buy cheap headphones, you pay for what you get for. And I bought these fucking headphones are cheap. And uh, yeah, we're all technically here. You're, 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 the green screen's going in and out for you. No, I'm trying to rework my lighting here. It's I can't whatever. fucking hear out of my right ear. <laughs> it keeps going in. It's like, I'd rather it just be out and just be in my left ear. But for some reason, it keeps phasing into my right ear. And it's fucking is, that, is that from a two-year-old screaming into it? <laughs> no, this is just from me buying $10 headphones on fucking uh, Amazon. I got to tell you, Amazon has some shitty products. Products. Oh, God, there is no oversight into what they allow. It's, it's yeah. pretty bad. Garbage. I would say about 50% of the shit I buy on Amazon, and I buy a lot of shit on here. Adam, the matter, of course, to the left of me. I think I've got bring it. I, uh, 50% of the shit I buy sucks. Yeah. And then the other 50%, sometimes it works great. Like, I, I just, you just don't know. And you could read all the reviews you want, but I, you can't believe reviews these days because they're all, they're all bogged down. With bots. Fake, they're all bots. bots right? Yeah. So it's like, like these headphones. I mean, granted, for $10 headphones, they lasted us since, uh, when was when was I in the apartment? 2017. So fucking four oh, years. Then, then yeah, you so. got what you you got enough. You got enough. Yeah. So, but yeah. if you use them once a week, though, I've only used them 52 times a year. Give That's true. So I'm like, are they really being? Is it really worth that money? And it isn't even the headphones itself. The headphones work fine. It's the fucking connection going into the the board. You know what I mean? Like whether yeah, uh, it, it it happens to all headphones ever since the beginning of fucking headphones. I remember back in the day when you had those headphones when you're a kid and it would you would always play with the end going into the you know the one eighth pl- it wasn't it wasn't the plug it was the after the plug where the wires kind of get like frayed together it was always loose for some reason yeah sucks that's what's going on with these things but i mean you think i have problems ukraine has some problems so ukraine has a lot of problems. nice leeway into that by the way yeah. that was good do they have problems though or do they I heard they want to get taken over. I heard I heard no, one side of the story. They, they don't because the biggest problem is here. Like they all we have to do for this whole thing to end is not allow the Ukraine into NATO. That's the only reason why Russia's pissed. They don't want the Ukraine. to. Which be I don't end. believe they're ever going to be able to get in there anyways. I don't even know. I think that's like they want to. But I don't think like I don't think they could. I don't think there'd be enough people to allow them into. Well, that's kind of a, a major sticking point for this whole thing. Right. Oh, it's that, and it's just fucking Putin showing how big his dick is, basically. Yeah, I mean, at some point, though, the only thing that worries me about this is, like, maybe nothing will happen, but at the same time, how many times, because we have this sort of weird conflict with Russia where they finally say, you know what, we're sick of fucking holding out, we're sick of doing this, we're just going to fucking fight, fuck it. You know, at some point, something's going to give where they just fucking lose it. Maybe not with this, but maybe the next thing. I'm on the I'm on the side of saying that Russia really doesn't want to fight and they really don't don't give a shit. I just think they just they just like fucking with people and they they like fucking with us because they know they they, because they couldn't fuck with us for four years. Now it's like we could push their buttons and we can make them like look crazy and stuff. And like what the hell? Because like, honestly, there's no gain or loss for Putin because if gain is they take over Ukraine. okay. What are you gonna do about it? Mm. You know, put some shanks, you know, you know, what do they call them? Fucking restrictions on them, right? Yeah, I know, like, right? Tariffs or whatever. Right. And he's yeah. gonna be like, okay, I'll just talk to my friends, the Chinese, and we'll figure that out. 
And if you don't do anything, he's just, he's just like a bully at school who just likes to poke people around and like he just gets off on being a bully. And at the end of the day, a bully's a bully's usually weak at the core. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're not gonna. But do uh, I mean, in a way, though, aren't we kind of the bully? Like I mean, we, we live here, so we don't see it. Not I mean, anymore, though. The fu- it's like who the fuck are we? Yeah, you know, not so anymore. Tell Russia that they can't go into Ukraine. I mean, it, we're kind of. It's I mean, it, it's not just us though. It's it's all of Europe because of is it, it, I mean, I it goes deeper than that. It goes back to like World War Two. It goes back with like, uh, you know, promises made of other nations and stuff. You know, what I mean, it's it's not so much. It's Yes, I, I agree. We were bullies in the past. I don't think we're bullies anymore. I think we're pushovers. I think I think countries look at us like we're a bunch of fucking pussies, to be honest with you. I think they'll get like we're annoying. Like, we still stick our nose into people's business. Right. Unnecessarily, business. most of the time, yeah. 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 yeah, but if you really want to be poking a nose in something, right, something that really matters, we should be poking our nose up into Canada. Is that right? <laughs> if there's any time where we should be like, hey, guys, what's going on up there? Can we, uh, can we help out? Would be a bordering country in which we get a lot of resources from. We'll, we'll get to that in one second. But back, back, I do want to get to that, but yeah. back to the whole Russia thing for one second. The, the only issue with this is not necessarily with the Ukraine and Russia, but it's how China is watching this because right. how we handle this with Russia might dictate in a way how they deal with us with Taiwan. Yeah, it would be the same thing. You know, same idea. Could be. So there's a lot to uh, there's a lot of it's playing out in the stock market too. like any time people criticize, you know, cryptocurrency because it's so volatile Um, right now. Are you kidding me? If there's a meeting behind closed doors about like, oh, like possible Ukraine. Look at today. The fucking stock market took a tanking today. Yeah, it's not doing good. At any time somebody talks about that, like market goes boom. You know, it goes way down. You know, it's like it's extremely volatile right now. And that just goes to show people are nervous. People are. Oh, for sure. We're on a way to recession. I mean, it's been. What? 14 years since we had a bad recession. I mean, it's it's that time of day. It comes every 10 years, right? Every is a wave. Well, uh, I mean, March is I I think March is going to be a bloodbath because March they're expected. The Fed is expected to raise the rates. And anybody Mm -hmm. who's listening that who doesn't know like when you raise the rates and it has to happen now because what happens when you raise the rates, it makes it so the, the our economy is showing signs of growth, a little bit of signs of growth. And we need to taper off of the pandemic because the Fed hasn't put tons of money in. So when you raise the rates, it makes it more expensive for companies and banks to borrow. And then that goes to the right. consumer. So when you raise the rate, stock market goes down. So nobody knows how many points that the that the they're gonna the Fed is gonna say like, oh, we need to raise this, but we know it's coming. It could be 0.25. It could be fifty. Well, and also, when that happens, well, yeah, it affects the housing market too. Yes, it does. And but the thing is too, we don't know now with the U- Ukraine and and Russia. It could be a perfect storm where maybe the Fed is saying maybe we should hold off because if war happens, the market's gonna drop, and they care right. about you know. The money mm-hmm. so it's really hard to gauge but i think march is probably not going to actually march would be a good month if you have some cash some sort of hodled up and held up and haven't invested in a little while to actually dump into the market right after the stock market dives right. to pop it in there but yeah i don't think march is going to be good it's also an election year too and Oof. not a four-year election but two-year midterm election which also on election years, stocks don't typically do too well because people are very hesitant about the market and how it's going to sway. Yeah. And not and having the highest inflation in 40 something years doesn't help the situation either. No. no. Um, 
where it's, it's bad. I mean, seven percent is a lot of money when you break it it's down. It's a lot of fucking because, I, for example, I'll tell you, I, I filled my oil tank in my house last year at this time for four hundred and twenty five dollars. I filled it um, at home at home. Yeah, my home oil. Yeah, I, it was four hundred twenty five for three quarters of a tank last year at this time. And it was almost uh, over six hundred dollars for three quarters of a tank. And yeah, so we're talking about an extra two. And, and, and this got to be filled every month. Give every or take, month. you know, every six months a year. You know, it's five to six months. So you figure him that's just home oil. That's just keeping your house warm. Um, my electric bill has went up a hundred dollars when it was last year. I'm not consuming more electricity. In fact, I've become more energy efficient in this house by changing over light bulbs, um, putting things on timers, using less electricity in certain parts of the house. So and technically I've been using if you look at my kilowatts, it's less than it was this year, but my bill is a hundred dollars more because oh. the cost of electric's going up. Okay. Cost of gas. Obviously, it was, you know, I filled my tank the other day. It was $61. This time last year, it was $41. So that's 20 bucks a week times 52 weeks. So, I mean, you can do the math. And and here I am bitching, but everyone else is having the same exact problem, too. It's only yeah, like it, adds up. Last year, it, so. it adds up. It's like, oh, you could, you could say, like, oh, it's only like $5 more, $10 more. But you right. know what? Over the course of a year, you do the math, and that shit fucking builds up. And you can tell going to restaurants and stuff and working at a restaurant is less volume. Um, and you said you went out Valentine's Day. It was less volume. And yours was a combination of you needed a, a fucking medical uh, resumption to go to a restaurant in Boston. And then you need yeah. to. Uh, great. That was great. Not, not to mention the prices of everything's going up, too. Um, so, like, you know, if you go to a store and it costs you 40 something dollars for a couple steaks, which used to cost like maybe, you know, twenty five dollars. But just imagine what that's costing the restaurant. They're not. The profit margin, just for people to know that the profit margin for food at a restaurant is almost slim to none. Restaurants make mm-hmm. the most of their money on alcohol sales. So um, when food costs go up, the, the cost of food have to, has to go up to even just to break even. And most of the time, like you, you're breaking even in a restaurant. So for every meal sold, sold, if there's a fuck up on a meal, it takes about 10 meals to be sold to break even. So when you send a item of food back it has to be redone or whatever like that and that kind of goes in the waste it will take four more or uh, 10 more sales in order to make up basically to break even for what that is so you're not making any money on food so re- so restaurants have to raise the food prices otherwise they're just in a hole um but i just found that i just read something today the heineken's going up so a case of i think a 12 pack of heineken is uh so roughly around say like 21 22 they're going up to about 30 dollars for a 12 pack or something like that ridiculous yeah people. Believe it or not, alcohol, though, hasn't gone up as much as a lot of most other things. Alcohol has only gone up with the chart. It was showing me that alcohol has only gone up like 4%. Well, um, like steak and like chicken has gone right. up the most, like 14. So like, the reason alcohol, too, a lot of it's getting switched over to plastic bottles rather than glass bottles, which is significantly cheaper. Um, it's not as not environmentally safe. Uh, all these green people are really going to be, you know, pissing in their own Cheerios, knowing that the fact that because there's a, a glass shortage, everyone has to go to plastic. Well, plastic is tends to be oh, cheaper than a glass bottle. So bad. we've so been getting bad. most of our booze in on plastic bottles. Only the high-end stuff is still coming in glass, but even those companies are reducing their production to only their premier items. For example, Patron is really only focusing on Patron Silver, which is the number one seller. They're not really producing much of the extra stuff. Mm. Um, and the reason for that is because they have to conserve their bottles. So they can't be, you know, putting stuff out there that there's not much of a profit margin on because it sits on the shelf longer. Or it's not as fast mover. Uh, and all that cheap booze is all coming in plastic, um, which 
it's cheaper. So that's how they're breaking there, even on those alcohol companies, because it's cheaper to get a plastic bottle than a glass bottle, obviously. But the environment. The environment. <laughs> And it's not good plastic. It's not recyclable plastic. It's no, cheap it's garbage plastic. plastic. You know what yeah. I mean? And it, all it is is going to a landfill. And most restaurants don't recycle. So it's just going yeah. away in the wayside. So, you know, and I just don't understand the glass shortage thing. There's deserts out there. The main, the only way to make glass is sand and fire. There's plenty of fire and there's plenty of sand. I just don't understand why glass isn't being made. Is it just, are the glass workers, are they all dead and retired? And there's no... Is it like electricians and plumbers? You can't get anyone to make glass these days? Or yeah, it... I don't get that either. You know? I, I need to look more into that. It's something I don't understand, so I don't want to speak too much about it. But speaking of the uh, environment, I was I was listening to an jo- episode of Joe Rogan earlier in the week. This guy named uh, Andrew. Oh, I get canceled. God forbid you mentioned the JR name. A- Andrew, Andrew Dressler, who was saying that basically all the environmental, the global warming problems are 100% us. 100, yeah. You're saying like 100% us. I kind of don't necessarily. What do you mean 100% us? Like we're causing it or is it just. Yeah, like, yeah, what's causing it? Because he's like, he was saying how, yeah, you can say some people like, oh, continental drift, the way the planets mm-hmm. align, the way we're tilted towards the sun. He's like, all those things happen very slowly. Right. It's like what we're seeing since the change of the century isn't still enough time for all those things to happen. He's saying yeah. like those things take way more amount of time he's like but since the turn of the century just the amount of things that have changed in terms of our our global warming temperature is so bad that there's the only people the only thing that could be causing it is us Mm. he pointed to a few things it's interesting i mean i don't i don't know much about the topic he has more credentials than i do um it's believable yeah i've never been much on the global warming right i've always believed that it's 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 us part right and I do believe that, yes, and yes, I mean, because the Industrial Revolution is probably we're about 250 years into the Industrial Revolution, into the burning of fossil fuels and the 30 factories and yada, 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 going into the 1800s. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you to the beginning of the Industrial Revolution, things weren't clean. I'll give you yes, up until about, he's yeah, up until about 1970, give or take, the United States was in run a really clean industry. And then after 1970 stuff, the environmental stuff, which was a good thing that the environmental um division started cleaning up factories and waterways and stuff like flint michigan which kind of still lingers but it's not as bad as it was oh, and, yeah and like Danvis, we you know are um uh, uh, ruben <laughs> wait, wait, <laughs> you, you know yeah we are familiar with or or pretty <laughs> mass with their you know the, the the kodak plant shooting chemicals that was some shitty shit to do these industrial companies were doing some shitty shit just pumping even in everett over where the casino is that when the chemical plant was there just pumping garbage polluted resources into resources and what people like you know disposing like making our fish making the waterways our drinking water all that stuff so i'll give it that was a good thing to kind of control that right yeah and i'm you know me i'm not big on over government oversight but sometimes you have to interject things and that's one thing that i think was probably a good thing to do now with that in mind the earth is a is a living object right the ecosystem is living and it's been proven to show that like when say for example you abandon a house right how long does it take for nature to overrun the house and start growing and start you know what I mean? Fast, you're going right? into the guy it's called the you're, you're kind of fringing on what's known as the gaia theory okay is it just like the earth hailing itself kind of that the earth is like alive like it's like <laughs> almost like its own organism and we'll yeah. find ways to purge things that are like bad or inflict right. things that are good and like yeah and that's the kind of what i feel like happens most i mean there's some things that which 
for example, out in the desert when you're blowing up nuclear bombs for 40, 50 years, right? It's going to take a little bit longer for vegetation to come back. But it's been proven that, like, what abandoned cities, like, look at, like, um, um, Chernobyl, right? That whole city that was there is, had been abandoned for years, but vegetation and stuff, even though it's whatever the catastrophic... It's not good. It's not good, but it, it's somehow it's growing itself back, right? I mean, look at anything in the woods, right? And just, you know, it just comes back little by little. They, it's not they as got blue. They got blue cats. Fucking crazy. <laughs> I would love to go on it. You can do tours out there to Chernobyl. And if I ever had the resources, like if it's a little pricey to go out there, I would yeah. love to go do a tour. Like and I would pay. I would pay good money to go out there. Just check that out. Just because I'm very interested in the whole situation, you know? And you the whole there long. <laughs> intent they just put over the fact they put this concrete dome over it just to put, it's a lot of crazy shit going on there. But there's a there's a Netflix show called Dark Tourist and he takes he goes on like you know he tours a lot of like yeah bit and there's one where he goes to Chernobyl and like he was a little worried because they give you a Geiger counter and then like, right goes to a certain amount walk away from that area like yeah. you're not supposed to be there for a long time. No, no, it's a yeah. temporary view, yeah. but like. So like maybe that guy was like, yes, we are 100% responsible for the shit going on Earth. And there's probably a small percentage of nature coming, you know, every so many hundreds of thousands of years or millions of years, the Earth changes. We go into an ice age and yada, 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 all that stuff. Yes. Okay. He does have a point. But I do believe that we have, or most of the countries, I would say every country probably at this point, except for Russia and China, has made a honest attempt to pull back a little bit and kind of like make up for lost time. Yeah, the Chinese don't give a fuck. But it, but it would take, it's going to take hundreds of years for this cycle for all the shit that we did for the last 200 years might take another 200 years for us to get back to an equilibrium at this and for us, for our, our country, right? No, right. But like, it doesn't help if other countries are fucking like India, Russia, China, they don't give a fuck. They like, give a fuck. And that's the problem. It's like, if you can't get them on board, then what, what's the, what's the purpose? What's the point? You know? It's kind of sad. It's, 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 I don't know. It's just like they don't give a shit about things. Like, yeah. and I understand you half that the like the thing that sucks about politics is that half the people, I think I, I full heartedly believe most people go into politics because they believe they can help and they want to help. Like, I think that's yeah. an issue. And I think the we fact about this, yes, you get paid to be a politician is the, the is the downfall of everything. Now, yeah, if you, realize, fuck. Right. Like, now I don't have to do anything. I could just get elected and get paid and do shit. Now, if you didn't pay the politicians like the forefathers originally wanted us to be done, you didn't get paid. It was a temporary job. You kept your full time job and you were a part time politician. And then after a certain time, you leave and you move on to the next generation. I don't think you should be getting paid to be a politician. I'm sorry. I don't think you should be getting right. paid for this. I think this should be a volunteer effort. It should be like if you're, if you're working at a, a fucking a big sale at your kid's school. You're not getting paid to do that, but you're volunteering your time to help a small establishment, right? And as a politician, you're volunteering your time to help a bigger establishment. Mm. And yes, you could take in some campaign money. You could pay for signs and garbage and shit like this, but I don't think you should take a paycheck. And I don't think, I don't think uh, people should be paying you to because it's been proven over the fact of the last, you know, probably 150 years, you have these career politicians and all they're doing is sitting there and they're not doing anything. Like you look at Massachusetts, you had Ted Kennedy for your senator for 45 years. What the fuck has, did he do? Mm. 45 years, right? I mean, you can go on term limits and a whole other stuff on that too. But like, it, it, it's a matter of fact, it's just like you just get comfortable and it's no fault to their own. Hey, shit, if I was getting paid X amount of money to not have to do shit, I wouldn't be doing shit either. Yeah. 
which it's true. But I, I think I think a lot of it too is that like we've talked about this too, where I think that some of these these people go into politics, they go in like you said, thinking like, oh, I'm going to change this, I'm going to fix right. this, and they get in and they realize they they're over, it's they're in over can't their head, it. they can't move right. the needle at Swamps all. Swamps deeper than like, they just, I thought it was, right? Yeah. And I think that was Trump's biggest issue, right? He gets into politics as a businessman thinking coming in as a business mentality, right? Like, all right, I, I, I've come into bad businesses. I fix businesses. This is how I fix a business. And he looked at the government like a business, which you should look at as a business because it does make and bring in money and it does spend money. So in, in a sense, a, a government's a business, right? I think he didn't realize how deep the basement was of this business and how much shit gets done that we don't know by under you know what i mean like the average smuck living in like oklahoma like, oh i want my cattle farm but they don't know that like 900 people are paid off on a daily basis so like you know this company gets the milk contract with the public schools and not this country you know what i mean it's some of the no, stuff yeah it's true and oh, how do you fix that you don't yeah. revolution takes time yeah it either takes time or a change of thinking somehow or a revolution yep but then history repeats itself and it'll just do it itself it'll happen again right i mean because you think about in 1700s when the full five of us fathers were fighting because we didn't want to pay fucking tax on tea right that's tea we didn't want to pay tax on which was probably just an excuse to break away everyone needs an excuse to do something right so their excuse was we're not going to protest tea tax even though we just want to pull away altogether but we need a we need a starting point right um yeah and then it falls into everything just being basically like the monarch. The only difference between us and what was going on when we were run by England is just the freedom of speech and the right to bear arms. The first two amendments is basically and a democracy. But I guess you could say in a sense they have a democracy because they, they vote in a prime minister. But the, what does the prime minister really do? You can go into, you know, I don't know. You can look at Canada. What's going on up there? And oh, yeah. OK, yeah, let's let's yeah, yeah. let's let's get into this. So. Yeah. If I want to know what you think about Trudeau being um, a spawn of Castro. Did you hear this one? I have not actually. I I know shit is going sideways in Canada. I'm not going to lie. I am not up to par on what's going. I know it's going bad. So there is a conspiracy, I would say. I'll leave it with that, that Justin Trudeau, whose father was a former prime minister of Canada back in the late 70s, early 80s, I believe. Um. He was married to a woman and though his father and his mother were really big fans of Castro. In fact, he's he'd went up to Canada many, many times. They went down to Canada several times and she, his mother was actually infatuated with Castro. And it is and, the, and you can see some side by side pictures that 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 Justin Trudeau's mother was having an affair with Castro. And in fact, that Justin Trudeau is the offspring of Castro. And in fact, is that is why he is this pretty much a dictator up there in Canada, because he's trying to live out his biological father. Okay. Destiny. Yeah. I've seen a lot of debunk, debunk. Yeah, I mean, one, yeah. Yes. It, it, it's very, it's not factual at any sense that the yeah. only thing that leads to any possibility is the fact that there was a close relationship with Justin Trudeau's parents and Castro over the time. And there is a, a couple, you can see some side-by-side pictures of the two of how he looks more like Castro than his father. Yeah. But I mean, that's speculation. Yeah. I mean, it, but it, it's, it's, it's funny that that gets brought up because how similar 
his actions are currently compared to what how Cuba was run for X amount of years. You know what I mean? The difference is uh, people are starting to get and the Canadians for being as nice as they are, are starting to revolt. They should. And they well, are. <laughs> the truckers are not happy. Here's the thing of Canada, too. And this is I love Kenny. I love Canada. And this may restrict me from ever going to Canada again. I really do love Montreal. I enjoy every I enjoy Niagara Falls. I enjoy my time. I've always enjoyed time spent in Canada. Friends over the years who are Canadians I've made with uh, great people. I've never met a Canadian I didn't like. Um, But that is such a country that's such pushed over and they still suck the tit of the Queen of England and they haven't. You know, you can claim they're independence, but they're not really independent. They still they still respect the monarchy. They still they don't have a democracy as they say they do. It is more of a dictatorship like anything else. They don't have freedom of speech. They don't have a freedom like there's There's certain freedoms they don't have that we have that we take for granted that is being shown right now. Like um, the fact that they still they still have the queen on their in their money is kind of like you kind of just like, a, a you know, you just kind of like a fucking pushover like. Like break away. Like, why didn't you just say cut ties altogether? You know what I mean? Well, and if you look at the demographics of of Canada, they're so split so many ways. It isn't funny. Like you have the Quebecians who still believe they're French and still believe they should be their own country. And for some reason, that province didn't adapt to anything else. And they just decided to keep their French roots from back in the you know 1700s. Right. Which is fine. And they've tried to break away many, many times, but they you know, not able to. But then you have a very conservative party, which is like Alberta, Saskatchewan, some of the central countries, uh, provinces rather in the country. And then you have the super liberal ones, which are more like the United States, the coastal provinces, and then Toronto, obviously, and because it's the biggest city. So when you look at an election, Trudeau only won 32 percent of the votes and he won the election because they're so split and they can't figure out there are it really should be a country that should be split up three different ways. And on honesty, if you go by the beliefs of the way that people think you okay. should have Quebec as their own country, you should have the interior as their own country. And then, you know, the rest should be their own country. And I think that would be a more successful way to run this country of but that the majority of the population lives within 50 miles of the U.S. border. It's not, it's not, yeah. yeah. Like. Or, or, you know what, like, for example, like Saskatchewan and Alberta, why don't you just become part of the United States? Because you, you, you're you more on the belief level of, of people from America. So why don't you just join us and let the Quebecians be their own little French little country up there and never, never land and then have the dictatorship of uh, Ontario? Like, it's, it's as easy as that. Well, I do envy their protesters because unlike the ones in America that just like halt, like get annoying and just throw things. OK, yeah. according to Fortune. Uh, Fortune Magazine, uh, Canada's Freedom Convoy, the fucking truckers, mm-hmm. they have shut down Ottawa and they're blocking 500 million daily in cross-border trade. Right. Like, mm-hmm. that's why I would say hit them in the fucking wallet. It's like peacefully, a punch. Right. What? They're doing it peacefully. They're not doing it. They're not. I, listen, I respect truckers. I think they do. A, it's fucking awesome. Truckers are one of the hardest working uh, people in this country. I mean, you, if you you bought anything, it came on a truck, right? So you, you should, when you see a truck driver or a trucker, you should say thank you because if it wasn't for them, you wouldn't be getting shit, right? And you know me, I'm always big on the truckers. I listen yeah. to the fucking radio station on XM on a regular. I know you do. You have a CB radio. I have a You're CB like, oh, radio. Shit. Yep. And I, I, and I, you know what I mean? But these people, 
are peacefully protesting by just parking their trucks in the city and they're having hockey games, they're having cookouts, they're having block parties, they're peacefully protesting. And basically all Trudeau has to do is say, hey, listen, mandates gone. And and like 85 percent of the truckers are vaccinated, but they're all sticking together for the 15 percent of the people who aren't. Yeah, like that's some brotherly love right there. To five, to, you know what I mean? Million a day. It's crazy. Five hundred million a day. Could you imagine that? Five hundred million a day gone and from a freaking truck. Like, why can't we do that when we start to like want to like? Happens is, <laughs> and they tried doing this in Canada where Antifa try to get up there and QAnon try to get up there, and then the news was reporting there's a Confederate flag up and. The Confederate flag means absolutely nothing to Canada. Oh, it's yeah. And it has nothing to do with Canada, Canada's revolution. Canada's not even Canada in general. Right. It is a southern, not even a southern, the southeastern flag from 250 years ago. Yeah, I hate that shit. They got to stop. that. I hate that shit. When you see a Confederate flag flying in Ottawa, it means you might as well have a flag of Mickey Mouse on it because it means. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like. All it is is people trying to interject into something that's not really what it is. And like, and then obviously media capitalizing on it for a yeah. store. And I mean, that's all it is. It so, is. And, right. and, and majority of people can see through that, right? If you're a Canadian and you see a Confederate flag, like I said, you might as well see a flag of Mickey Mouse. It means the same to you because it has no history or relevance to you. Yeah, I'd roll my um, eyes. I'd be right. Yeah, it's, it's Americans. It makes us look bad too. It's right. Horrible. It actually, yeah, it's just kind of like some asshole went up there. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like when you're you're a Red Sox Indians game and someone's oh, I can't say Indians anymore. I'm sorry, a Red Sox yeah. uh, uh, uh Orioles game and someone getting <laughs> sucks. Like it has no relevance to the for either team, right? You know what I mean? It's just, it's just like an asshole yelling Yankee sucks. The Guardians, like, sorry, yes, the Guardians. Guardians, yes. I'm sorry, the Guardians. <laughs> and I was gonna say the Tampa Bay Devil Rays, and they can't even say that anymore because they changed the name of that. But, um, yeah, there's, there's really no relevance, unfortunately, but I, good for them. I hope they stay there. I know they're, they're ticketing them now, but like, and it wasn't going to threaten to arrest the truck drivers, but there's a lot of truck drivers. You're not going to arrest that's everything. Lot, dude. Yeah, that's and it, it's, it's actually kind of cool because what they're doing is, you know, really showing how shady some of these companies are. And some people are like, for example, like the GoFundMe people, um, froze their assets because they were violent. Although, if you want to go back in history to about two years ago when there was protesting going on in this country that was extremely violent, they were still getting money offended from. So it's kind of a double edged, it's kind of hypocritical. And now they're being investigated on for, you know, for um, bad conference practices, right? And then you have like this, these other companies do, who are donating money now, like we got hacked and stuff like that. So, like, people's true colors are coming because, and all it is is these truckers just hanging out, sitting by their truck and not doing anything like and it, it it completely stopped if you did that in this country the country would stop the problem yeah. is there's too many stupid groups that would go in there that would cause trouble and then make it look like the majority of the people are terrible people that's the problem no one can stick together everyone wants to have their own little agenda you know what i mean it's at the end of the day majority of this country regardless of your political association is uh, believes the same thing right I would say I would go out and say that 75% of the people in this country all are moderate. They're not one way or the other. They have beliefs of certain ways, and that maybe some are stronger than others, but for the most part, they're in the middle and they could go either way, right? That's why we have yeah, it depends where you live in the country, too. For sure. It depends where you live in, but I say it like in general. And I think there's a lot of people who like 
and even those numbers are skewed because when you look at election maps, you look at districts and, you know, the Democrat might have won 51 percent to 49, but it's completely blue. It's not a true map, right? There's still 49 percent of the people that voted Republican, but it does not represent it correctly. And if you ask someone on, on the street and you can even tell by polls, you can look by your president, you can ask people, what do you think? You know, and there's, there's always going to be a small percentage either way on both ends that are crazy. And I think if you go to the right too far or to the left, or you, you have a mental illness. I really think you do. I think you, you are so blocked out from reality that you can't take in any consideration of anything different in life. Right. If you're so far on this side and so far this way, you are so locked out and blocked out on the world that you have no conception of of regular society. You know what I mean? It really it's like. It's you still true. drink so much of the Kool-Aid that you're so convinced that this is either the right way or the left way. And there's no middle ground. But I feel like most people have a middle ground and you could talk to people and be like, yeah, maybe I, I'm a little strong on this thing and this thing. But, you know, I and that's the only reason Biden got elected when you think about it is because he presented himself as a middle ground candidate who would be like, yeah, we're not going to have mandates. We're not going to have this. But and then he lies. And all of a sudden you can see the ratings. You know, that. Oh, God, it's at an all time low. Yeah, right. it's horrible. Yeah. So once you start lying, people are going to be like, well, you just lied to us. So we don't like you anymore. We just lied to you. Now, if he just said if he didn't now, if he didn't lie and he if he stuck to his guns, he'd probably be a middle of the road, not an impressive president, but not a terrible president. He would just be a, a blue president. Right. And everything would be fine. And everyone wouldn't give a shit. Like no one would be watching Fox or CNN because no one really gives a fuck. Things are going all right. The economy's all right. Everything's all right. You know what I mean? It's just when you start moving that that line one way or another, people start getting pissed. Because you're never gonna make 100 yeah. percent people happy. You're never gonna it's win. True. It's true. Uh, you know what? You know what really scares me though. I feel like our country is in such a vulnerable spot right now to the point where, like, it's okay. Biden's not gonna win again. But the thing is. We keep having these severe swings right. back and forth. It's very severe, left and right, left and right. When you have things like that, it opens a gateway for somebody to kind of come in mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden switch things in a way that seemed good at first. And yeah. then just remember Hitler? Everyone fucking loved Hitler. until he started killing during the, the Olympics in 34. They thought he was, oh, a- it was great. And then all of a sudden, like a flip of a switch, like that is what we're leaving the window open for right. here. And, exactly. and like we're, we don't have any sort of stability. So someone could come in, look like the fucking shit and then just destroy it all. Hitler um, took advantage of the situation. He came in at a time where Germany was so depressed from World, World War One. Yeah. Right. And he was the kind of like the you know, we're going to bring things back. We're going to bring Germany back. We're going to make this a great place. He had the Olympics. Everything was great. His problem was he needed a scapegoat for why things were bad. So he blamed the Jews, <laughs> which which could happen again. Well, his, his China's yeah. doing that. I mean, if you really want to go on a limb and what they're doing with their certain the uh, what they call them, the the was the not the wiggers, the the waggers, the <laughs> what the hell is that? I oh, forgive me for not knowing, but it's it's. Uh, it's, yeah, I know. Um, I'm not educated in this. It, yeah, it's it, it's a certain race of Chinese people who they're trying to eliminate, basically, yeah. that because they're Muslims, they're not. Was it Buddhism? Is that the official? It's Buddhist, Chinese Buddhist. Is that what they are? Uh, well, I know the Dalai Lama is a terrorist. He's considered a terrorist by the Chinese. Really? Okay, um, maybe they're not Buddhist. Maybe they're. 
I don't know. Uh, Chinese religion. Chinese um, yeah, you know what? I, you know, I'm googling it right now. I, I, I admit I am this, in the same ballpark as you here. Uh, okay. Well, I know the Dalai. You know, it says Buddhism, Taoism, Islam, Catholicism, and Protestantism. Really? So Muslims they recognize are, five. Yeah, those five. I think the Waggers or something like that. Those are the people they want to eliminate because they're the Muslims, but they're peaceful Muslims. Like they're just like. You know, and they're in the north or the they're the western part of the country, which is close to a lot of Muslim countries. So it's obviously why that's the situation. Yeah, but they want to get rid of them. It's like a like a genocide they're doing over there with them. You know, enslaving. I, I, I sort of understand. Um, this is going to sound horrible at first, but let me explain. Like uh, anybody who might be listening is going to be like, Adam, I don't think it would be done, but I can understand why. He would, no, but <laughs> like, like I get why throughout history people have kind of picked on 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 the Jews, mm-hmm. and it's because, in a way, it's almost like they don't let people into their own club, and it's a matter yeah. of kind of jealousy, maybe, and a matter of like, for example, I remember you know like a decade ago I was I was dating somebody and she dumped me because I wasn't Jewish, and that's mm-hmm. actually kind of offensive. Like it's like. You thought I was Jewish, and she's like, "Well, I thought you looked Jewish." You know, okay, I kind of do. It's true, I do look Jewish. <laughs> I accept that, um, but I'm not. But the fact of the matter is, I was dumped because I was Jewish. And it's like when you don't let people in your own club, right? And you are have this uh, what's what's it called uh, tribalism? Yeah. When you don't let people in, it breeds hate, almost a little way out of jealousy. Like, what the hell? Like, why can't I do that? So yeah. you end up hating that group for that reason. And I think that's kind of through history kind of maybe might have happened. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, when you think about it, like from the beginning of Jesus, right? I mean, he was a Jew who decided to pull away from the Jewish religion, right? I guess, right? If you go back to the history of Jesus, we believe in that. And uh, he pulled away and started his own religion, I guess, you know, and the Jewish people didn't like that. And they kind of, yeah, I mean, listen, I mean, most wars in the old early times were all fought on the religion, right? It's oh, like, it's always about religion. And it's funny that it's fought on a non-factual idea, right? Because there's really no proof for the most part that there's no, there's an afterlife or there's a true God, right? For the most part, we're just organisms living on this world and then we live our lives and then we die. And that's mm-hmm. it. There's no proof there's an afterlife. There's no proof that one of our religions is correct or not. In theory, when you think about that, if you think that only one religion is correct, that means that majority of the people die and that's it. They don't live oh. on, right? Well, I, I this is where we get into aliens, but we're not going to go. Right. <laughs> and, and we can break this down into further stuff. But people are religious to a point, right? There's a faith. Gonna, there's a hope. And I think that's what keeps people kind of morally in line, right? Because knowing that, like, and this is an afterlife, maybe I do get to see the grandparent that I love, you know, in a few when I die, or or maybe there is a reason why I'm, you know, I mean, it keeps people. Maybe if I if I'm a good citizen, I don't kill anyone. My moral compass stays, and I I think religious was a strong thing established to keep people morally in line, right? Which is good for society altogether, right? And but then the, you, people start fighting over it. And when that happens, I mean, there's been wars. I mean, look at the Middle East. They've been fighting over religion for you know thousands yeah. of years for no Something reason. That's not been proven. Exactly. Right. It's not like someone came back and was like, hey, yes, I just came back from death. Those, I know, right? those Jews, they're right. We should just because if that was the case, everyone would just be like, oh, shit, we should get on that bandwagon. Right. Because that guy's saying it's true. He's been there and he came back. Right. Wouldn't you be like, well, that's the winning ship to be on. Why am I going to be on a losing ship? Right. Why am I going to put all my hope in something that doesn't exist? 
And so it's kind of it's kind of immature when you're fighting over I, people. I know the strong religious people. It's kind of like goofy if you're fighting over something that's not, it's not 100 percent proven. Right. It's like fighting over like, you know, who's a better superhero, Batman or Superman. They don't yeah. exist. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Like. I've always said that. What if? And remember when I broke your brain when you're like, "Oh my God, maybe you're right." Remember when I was saying, "How did humans survive this long without any help?" Remember mm-hmm. I was telling you about that, and you're like, "Oh my God, you're right." Like, how did we? Right. How could you live past a certain age when there's so many other things out in the wild that could kill you? Someone's right, right. helping you. Right? Well, like my thing is, is what if religion started off as a game of telephone, almost like a game of telephone? Right. It started off somewhere else, and then remember, it spreads, and then tales get told, and then centuries, right. decades, millennia pass right and these stories get carried on so i've always said like look for like similarities not necessarily like what this one stands for what that one stands for but take all the religions right and try to find what all of them right yeah might have in common and maybe that's something that did stick maybe that's something that it did originally start as is that's one thing since all those religions do have at least that and they all no. believe in a, in a, a god of some sort, right? Some kind of higher power. They all believe. Yes. In. So it's like they can all agree. We can all agree there's a higher power because right. all those have that, you know. So maybe like a game of telephone, you know how it breaks down. People mm-hmm. keep spreading it, spreading right. it, you know. So in, they in all just resulted in a breakdown, but it started somewhere. It makes sense, you know, because when you think about it, like what did they? They, they pretty much have tracked down that the start of evolution and humans came from the Middle East, right? And then we all expanded from there one way or another. Yeah. The species is adapted according to the climates and stuff and the situations. Um, You know, why people in Africa are darker because they had exposed to the sun more. So they had to put extra layers of skin so they can adapt to the skin. While people in Asia have, you know, slanted your eyes because of the sandstorms and stuff and able to adapt to that. I don't and, know. About, I heard about that. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if it's true or not, but it's a, yeah. it's a theory, right? And people who in, yeah, the, yeah. in the more of the northern countries have fairer skin because they're not exposed to the sunlight. So their skin doesn't have to. So over time, the species has evolved and adapted to the situation. And it makes sense because if you if you figure if you came from a core and you expanded out and the stories had traveled over generations, over hundreds of thousands of years, then you and there was no documentation. Things weren't like written down until like well like you know the turn of the you know yeah i, I know the Roman, <laughs> i don't even know yeah the egyptians of some sort were hieroglyphics and stuff i mean but when you like documentate i mean you can go on the ride in epcot and i'll tell you the story of history right i guess going on the big ball he'll say you know these people were the first ones to write down you know the, the egyptians were the first ones to write documents down and stuff you know it's like uh, so full writing systems appear to have been invented independently at least four times in human history. First in Mesopotamia, present okay. day Iraq, which yep. cuneiform was used between 3400 and 3300 BC. Okay. So, I mean, that's fair enough. That's, we're talking about 5,000 years, right? So it's long, man. It's a long time, but like 5,000 years in, in the, in the idea of the whole earth is like like a small little dot, right? I mean, when you think, well, yeah, I mean, I remember I was telling you at work the other day, like our concept of time, like it's a, it's a, to understand how much time takes up is like unfathomable. Like I was saying, Cleopatra existed closer to the invention of the iPhone than the building of the pyramids. Right, right. So that's insane to think about because you would think that's around the same time. And then incredible, like, you know, yeah, exactly. It's like, wow. Okay. Jesus. Like, yeah, right. What the fuck? <laughs> That's a long time, you know? I mean, in theory, Jesus has been dead for 
you know, 2022 years, I guess, right? I mean, when you think about that, like after AD BC, right? So it's like it's nothing. long to us. It's long, long to us, long. but nothing in the grand long scheme time. of things. Yeah. So yes, I I agree with you that everything was established and you find common ground. I bet if you if you really broke everything down and all these religions, you'd find out that it all came from the same story that was a, a you know evolved over time. Yeah. Which is then really makes it silly to people are fighting over it because if it's like a story that was made up, you're fighting over like some fantasy, right? Um, and then you start wars over it, right? Because you're so passionate about it. And but those people are like the remember, like we said, there's like a small percentage of the right and small percentage of the left, they'll never change. And there's a religious group, there's a small percentage of those people who are so cuckoo in the head that they'll never change. So, like, what do you do with these people? Do you put them in a mental institution? Do you, you know, like how do you deal with this? Like in a in a, a way to like you can't talk sense into these people. I mean, you've you've probably encountered people who are so bent on a subject that there's no common sense talking to them like you can't feel it yeah it's called our workplace (laughs) (laughs) toxic environment that we just don't even talk anymore i don't talk when those topics come up listen in the last two years i've heard the two extremes of covid i've heard we're gonna lock down and throw ourselves into a dungeon and then i heard fuck covid it's over with over the matter of two years so like no one could even focus on the same subject right yeah but like but that's the thing too if you really want to break it down the whole covid look at the country as a whole right you have country of states that didn't and thank god we have states i gotta say there's a few things that i look in this country and I, and I look at and i'm like you know i'm grateful that we have this type of establishment because if it wasn't for this we would it would be in trouble right so the state the federal federalism right where each state kind of federally you know governs themselves and they're they're independent in a way but they still have to go under an umbrella of the federal government that like so they make their own laws for the sense you know and there's very few federal laws right most of them are state laws so you could have a state like new hampshire which borders massachusetts and have very different laws but it gives people the option to be able to govern themselves in a way where if you're a massachusetts citizen you know or a resident you could go to new hampshire and you could enjoy the benefits of new hampshire without actually have to be in a new hampshire resident and vice versa for some of the things which is very little people that go to massachusetts to enjoy anything because there's really not much you can enjoy here that other states don't provide but like there's an option so with that in mind when it came to covid and states were kind of governing themselves and that's the way it should have been it should have just been a state-by-state thing and if you didn't like it you could leave and that's the option we have, but we don't like it here. If it gets, I mean, I've gotten to a point in the state sometimes where it's just like, maybe it's just time to leave. Maybe it's just time for me to go 10 miles north to New Hampshire and live there, right? It's the same, but it's different, right? Yeah. So, but a lot of countries don't have that, including Canada. I mean, even though you have different provenances, you, they don't, they all look under a federal law, essentially. Like you don't have provenances I, I, with the drinking age, like Ontario, yeah. I mean, um, Quebec is 18, but the rest of Canada is 19. I guess that's the only difference that I'm not know about. If I'm wrong, please leave a comment and tell me the difference between Alberta and Ontario, other than you know, I don't know, but but that's kind of a good thing we have. And like, there's always a few things that's that's, that's to happen, like you know, the federal, the uh, Supreme Court. And states turning over some of these COVID restrictions because they're just unconstitutional. And then the Supreme Court realizing and understanding that they're unconstitutional, like some of these mandates and getting rid of them. That keeps 
keeps a little bit of positivity in my life when I think of stuff like that. I go, there's hope, right? Yeah, there's this, still somebody there pulling. Right. Yeah. The system's still working. You know what I mean? Because like yeah. you get really discouraged sometimes when like there's all these mandates going and martial law is pretty much put in place and you're sitting there and it's like, that's a little discouraging because I thought there was a system of checks and balances set up for this to make everything to be able to be a you know a legit way of living and your freedoms and stuff. And when those are taken away from you, you feel really pissed and it's like what can i do about it but because these 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 levels of uh the government you know the different branches of government exist yes a, a person could put something in place but it's a temporary thing because it won't last right because it doesn't hold law and you start seeing that with like these mandates going away and like in the city of boston where like the new mayor comes in and puts all these mandates in but there was already an agreement put prior that these mandates couldn't exist and it was more of a tyrant and a dictatorship of putting these things in the, in the place where she had no right to. And they were thrown out. And, you know, you look at stuff like that and it's like, well, okay, the system worked. There was a system put in. There was a reason for that. Someone tried to, you know, fuck around with it. And then it got thrown away. And even the president, you, I put a presidential, uh, write something in, you know, make a presidential order. This is going to happen. But then it takes time. You have to be patient, right? You have to be patient. And in time it happened and it finally worked itself out. And it was, you know, we get thrown out. If it's not constitution, it gets thrown out. And stuff like that keeps you kind of motivated and positive to, like, kind of understand the system, right? A little bit like, hoo-ha. I guess we got we won this one, right? You know, the freedom. Yeah. But it can get discouraging. There's been a lot of discouraging moments in the last couple of years, you know? It is deflating. I'm at the point now where I'm just kind of, like, done talking about it. Oh, in that sense, like it's just like I can't complain anymore. Right. It's like it's just like what, like it's just so tiring. Yeah, We're all kind of tired. It you really know? is, and I, and I think you most know? people are right. Oh yeah. But that's what they want you to do. They want you to get so worn down, you just say fuck it, right? They want you to get so worn down that you just wear a mask for the rest of your life. Like that's the tyrants want you to be like that. They just want you to just be that way. And luckily, there's enough people fighting back to say no. That's not. We're not going to live. Like the 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 thing that pissed me off the most over the last two years was the term new normal. Yes, that that was I hated that. Enraged shit. Me. I did not like that. Yeah. When you say a new normal, that implies that the new normal for the time from here on will be this. Right. So the new yes. normal, everyone has to wear masks. No, 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 no. That's uh, it, some terrible. <laughs> That's pretty bad. Yeah. The proper way of saying that is this is a temporary action put into place for the time being. Should have been the proper way of saying it. Because you would have pissed off a lot less people. You would have been like, all right, it's temporarily for how long? I don't know. But when you say a new normal, you're implying this is the way life will be forever without any facts, without any data, without any specimen of time to evaluate, to see what is going on. You were just going out there saying, oh, this is a virus. New normal for everyone. Yep, new normal. Yeah. No, it's not normal because we're dealing with a fucking virus. Yeah, it's like it's nothing normal. Anything about this. Yeah. It's not normal. And then I don't get, I really, really, really don't get the whole pushing of the mass thing for the kids and like the teachers pushing for, I don't understand this. I don't either, man. At like, this point, I, I don't, I don't either. Is it that like, there's like one or two teachers so petrified that they're going to get something that, but like, but when you present the science to them, you're like, well, you only have a 5% chance of like, you know, it's only a 5% chance better of you not getting it with a mask. So like when you don't wear a mask, you have a 95% chance instead of like a hundred percent chance. Right. Like, is that number not mean anything to anyone? 
You yeah, know? there was a better case for all of this early on, but now that there's more data right. and it's like we're starting to have more information and intel, was, it's starting to look even more like bullshit. Right. And know? I was and I think most people when this first happened were on board of precaution. Take caution, yeah. right? And how long does that last? Three months, yeah. six months. Okay, is that enough time to accumulate enough data to start evaluating? I think so. Were they properly giving us the data? I don't think they were. I think they were holding back on a lot of stuff. I mean, I think there was a way to present it. Like, all right, we're six months into it. This is what the data shows. We're a year into it. This is what the data shows. Mm -hmm. And But they weren't. And I think it's because they were able to grab enough of people to, in the beginning, that they would try to hold on as long as they can. And then... Yeah. No, man, I agree with you 100%. As human beings, regardless of what country you're from and what your culture is, they have you have a fighting... Most of us have a fighting soul, right? Because that's why our species has survived this long. Because you have to fight to survive, right? This is why you can leave an infant alone. This is why when you look at, I look at an infant, I look at my son who's two years old, and I look to myself, how does he, how did he survive for so long? And obviously, <laughs> but no, but this parent, and you know, the parent and stuff like this. But like, I always think of my theory: if I left this kid alone for a period of time, would he be able to adapt? Would he be able to survive? For the most part, he probably would be able to. I think most humans would be able to. He would figure it out. He'd figure out how to get food. He'd, you know what I mean? Like when they're smaller and they're babies and they're tiny. Well, at his age, no, he'd probably kill himself accidentally because he doesn't know how to make the. Food. Or would he kill himself accidentally? Right. Yeah. yeah. But but like there would be there would be a determination, right? There would be a fighting spirit inside to like to survive, right? Most things want to survive. Yeah. So like, there would be a determination to be able to gather food to. You do whatever you need to do. Yes, there's a very high chance that you would die. And I think with the technology and the way society is these days, with so much dangerous stuff around your house, it increases those odds, right? But if you, <laughs> you know what I mean? But if you electrical like, outlet, let's point my finger in here. <laughs> stoves, heavy objects, yeah. right? Stairs, right? I mean, yeah. Height. yeah. But like if you put this child into nature, you know. I don't know, half a million years ago, right? With there's very little that could get you other than like a tiger, right? Like <laughs> you increase your chances of survival, right? Yeah, they do. I mean, just look at birds, right? The mother bird brings the, the egg into the nest and she hatches the egg and she then when the, the chick is born, she she gathers food and she spits the food into the mouth and chews it firm. And then in a matter of a couple of months, the bird flourishes and then leaves the nest. And once they leave the nest, they never come back. They don't need any help anymore. They figured out how to live, mm -hmm. you know, independently and how to hunt, how to gather food, and in turn, how to reproduce. And when you look at a bird, what does a bird live? Five years, maybe? I don't know. Give or take. Depends what kind of bird. Yeah. Compared to a human on average. of No, God. No, actually, some parrots live longer than humans. Some yeah. parrots can live like 85. So there you go. And they learn a lot quicker. Horrible. Right. Yeah. And they're more independent on their own for a longer period of time. So, like, when I look at a human, I look at a baby, I go, yes, I think this baby would be able to pretty much survive on their own at a certain point earlier than we give them the freedom to survive on their own. Right. Like 18 years old, you're free to do what you want. But like, in yeah. reality, they probably could have figured it out sooner. So I think like humans, they're always want to fight to survive and survive. And then I think that's what gives that's what's unique about us. Right. That's why we haven't been captive by any other species before. That's why the tigers haven't put us in zoos. 
we have a we have a survival instinct that it goes all the way down to the roots of you know our ev- evolution, which is great. That's true. And I think most people don't like being told what they want to do. I think most people will respect the government and respect rules that they can see are beneficial to them. Like, don't kill anyone because if you do, that's a terrible thing to do. You go to jail, it's a penalty for that, right? Don't steal, which more goes in the religious moral thing, but that's in a whole nother, you know, dynamic. But like, you know, I just think majority of us are good. And I think there's so much, I think media just puts us head to head together for no reason whatsoever. Because if you talk to someone who has a different political outlook at you and you just have a conversation with them, you realize you have more in common than, than you don't. And then, you're fighting for someone you're fighting someone unnecessarily and i think that's what people just gotta listen right and like i said you're gonna have your odds you're gonna have your odd people right just listen yeah i gotta exhale it's been quite the conversation crazy right but it's like it's it's like i know we just, we just went on for an hour but <laughs> i love it though it's, it's just, it's just like, i think people just listen to you and i you know and people would be like you want to listen to these two assholes probably not the two yeah. best people to listen to but i think we make a little bit of sense i think so too i don't think we're completely crazy and i really do think most people yeah, just a little fucked, but I mean, I mean, like we were looking at the Victoria's Secret model today. I mean, that's, yes, yeah. <laughs> the a whole yeah that's a whole other story. But <laughs> is there anything wrong with that? I don't know. I don't think so. It's not enough to throw us in jail, but I mean, not like, at all. No, we just we just that's that's our animal instinct kicking in, right? Because we're just like, oh, well, you know, boobies, boobies, right? Yeah. I mean, how many times have you been distracted by boobies in your entire life, right? Um, I, I, I've lost count every other fucking day. Right. It's like, there you go. That's our instinct to survive because we see those. We're like, oh, we need to reproduce. Right. And if we don't reproduce, we don't continue to speak. <laughs> so it is complete. There's nothing abnormal about that. So no, I'll leave it at that. All right. That was an interesting in-depth conversation today. It was we, my friend. Guest, we actually have a guest next week. Um, his name is Elon, I believe. Elon, I got to look how to pronounce his name. But I met him actually seven years ago at a wedding. Oh, wow. And okay. it was the worst wedding I ever been to in my life. Really? And that's that's hard to say. Really? I was a guest at this wedding with the crazy flight attendant girl. Oh, wow. And he was a guest at this wedding because he was dating a girl at this time who was friends with the girl who was getting married. So me and him were both outside at this wedding. And we had met briefly while we were there. And I come across him on Instagram. I go, this guy looks familiar. And I looked into it. I messaged him. And sure enough, he's, so he's coming on next week. He's actually doing a show in Boston the week after. So he wanted to promote a little bit. And I said, yeah, absolutely. Nice. Nice. So he's, he's a funny guy. Um, he'll be on next week. And uh, we'll probably get into the wedding story a little bit because that was a fuck, fuck show of a wedding. That's the wedding that have a DJ. They just played swing music all night. No one really was like enjoying themselves. It was that sounds a, familiar. What you're telling the, me sounds right. Familiar. Yeah, it was at the Ringling Ringling Brothers Museum in Sarasota, Florida. Uh, and yeah, it was a look forward to it. Mess of a story. So I want to hear his perspective on this wedding and see what he thought of it because I don't think he's longer no longer with the girl that he was there with. So he could really kind of open up and give us a true insight of this shit show. I mean, I went down for the free trip to Florida, but I mean, who wouldn't? At, you know, what I mean. I like your invisible glass when he hits the. No, I'm just sipping water from my Cinco de Mayo. Uh, well, get that from? Glass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are you plugging anything? You got anything going on? I mean, like I say, go check out the world on potato. I mean, I'm working on shit, but I don't know what's going to come out. I'm working on other things, so 
but it's like, that. It's, like it's like eric's podcast he changed the name oh no don't say that dude that's like <laughs> dec- almost like a decade in the making mine's just like three months he three he, months. Cha- he so for some reason i was in control i was like a sub uh, viewer of his podcast of his uh, the facebook page for this podcast and yeah. i got an alert today saying your name has success success successfully been changed so it was called on the rocks now it's called tito's and vodka I don't know. I mean, I'm working on passive income, building passive income. That's like taking a lot of my time. Well, yeah, listen. I'm actually doing constructive things by not doing YouTube things. So that's that's why yeah, I mean, my energies. Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah. You know. Oh, we didn't even mention the bangles, my t-shirt that I'm probably not going to wear again. But Yeah, we'll talk about that. Next yeah. And uh, that is it. You can get me on the uh, <laughs> Wicked Explorers. Of course, Wicked. if you're watching this already, the ID84 show on YouTube and all that stuff. So I guess we'll see you guys next week. Toodaloo, motherfuckers. Bye. See you tomorrow.